Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avram Shur. Meseches Rosh Hashanah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Tzvi Krausman. Rosh Hashanah daf Yud Dalad. The Gemara is discussing three separate statements that Shmuel made and why we need every one of his statements. Statement number one was that the halacha is like Reb Shimon Shizuri. Reb Shimon Shizuri was the one who argued on the Chachamim, who paskined that by Kitnius we go after Hashrasha. Meaning that by Kitnius, if the plant took root before Rosh Hashanah, then we consider it part of that year. And that, explained Rashi back on Yud Gimel ensures that if you have a full gairin of Kitnius, you'll be able to take Miser off of the whole thing without having to worry that perhaps you're being Ma'aser Menachadosh ala Yashin or Menachadosh ala Chadosh. Because if you were not to go after Hashrasha, you would have a problem. Because Likita is done at different times. So if you would go after Likita like we do by regular Yerek, then inevitably in one Goyrin you're going to have some kidneys that belong to last year, some kidneys that belong to this year, and then automatically you're going to be Ma'aser Menachadosh Ala Yashin. However, Hashrasha takes place at the same time. So we then would not be worried that you're being Ma'aser Menachadosh Ala Yashin. Now the Gemara explained that we don't have the Eitzel, if you did Tanakama, of Rabbi Shimon Shizuri. Rabbi Shimon Shizuri says that when you have one Goyrin and it has Kitnius, that part belongs to last year, part belongs to this year, all you have to do is mix it all up really well, and then you know that whatever your Mafresh is going to be directly in proportion to the kidneys that you have there. So you don't have to worry about being because we know that the amount that you're going to be mafresh is going to pater chadash al chadash and yashin al yashin. The reason why we don't have that Eitzah, the Gemara explained, was because the Rabbanan hold ain bila, which means that they don't hold that when you mix things together, they get evenly dispersed. And therefore there's a chash that when you're mafresh, maestris, you may be mafresh, mina chadash al yashin, umina yashin al chadash. You cannot assume that it's chadash al chadash and yashin al yashin. Comes along Shmuel and he paskins the halacha like Rabbi Shimon Shizuri. On which the Gemara asked that how could you say that it passed like Shmuel Shizuri? Shmuel said, Anything other than Yayin and Shemin does not have Bila. It doesn't get evenly dispersed when you mix it. And that the Gemara said that Shmuel, of course, holds ain Bila. But when he paskins like Rabbi Shimon Shizuri, it's Lavin Tamei. It's not really for the same reason that Rabbi Shimon Shizuri says it. Rather, Shmuel Shita is a Koil Hoylech Acher Gemar Pri. Which means that by Kitnius you don't go after Hashrash at all. Rather, you go after the year that the pre was Nigmar. And that's why he holds like Rabshim Shizuri, because he holds that even if part of it was Nishrash before Rosh Hashanah and another part was Nishrash after Rosh Hashanah, it makes no difference. Because the Gemar pre is always going to be after Rosh Hashanah, and therefore we have no problem with being Mafresh Menachadash al Yashin and Yashin al Chadash, because it's all Chadash. So it comes out that Shmuel agrees that you could mix the Goyrin, mix everything together and be mafresh comfortably, but not because of Reb Shimon Shizuri, who holds Yeshbila, but rather because even if you would mix it, you're just mixing things together that all of them have the same halacha in terms of which year they belong to. So our Gemara is discussing why does he have to make all three statements. Number one, he says, Allah Reb Shimon Shizuri. Number two, he says that there's no Bila by anything except for Yain and Shemin. Number three, he says, so the Gemara says that if you would say then I would have said it's because he holds yesh bila. If you would say then I would say that he agrees to the concept of hashrash, he agrees to the Rabbanan. So we have to say that even when kidneys gets mixed together, you're allowed to be mafresh from that mixture. 
If it would say Lakol Ein Bila together with Halachim Shem Shizuri, then I would have said there's a steer between Shmuel's two members. And that's why we're Megala, the reason for Shmuel, which is Hakol Halach Achar Gemar Pri. The reason why after saying Hakol Halach Achar Gemar Pri, he has to say Halachim Shem Shizuri, the Gemara explains, because if you would just say Hakol Halach Achar Gemar Pri, you would say that that's true even by Tfuah Vizaysim, and that is not true. So you have to say Halachim Shem Shizuri. To show that when you say it's only going on those things that Rabbi Shemeshizuri argues with the Rabbanan on, which is kidneys. And even though in theory the Gemara comes out that it could have just said Allah Rabbi Shemeshizuri together with why does it have to say The Territ is to let me know that by Yain and Shemen, Yesh Bila. Now what's confusing is that in the final analysis, Shmuel should never really say that the halacha is like Rabbi Shemeshizuri. Because Shmuel does not agree at all to Reb Shimon Shizuri. Reb Shimon Shizuri holds that things do not go after the Gemar Pri. Rather, they go after Hashrasha. And that is why Reb Shimon Shizuri tells you in Eitzah that what you should do, since you have kidneys that have different times, different years that they belong to, your Eitzah is to mix it up properly. And like we said, mixing it up properly will ensure that you'll take Now Shmuel would never tell you this Eitzah of mixing it up because Shmuel holds So although it may be true that Shmuel's in agreement that were you to mix it up, it wouldn't matter. But how could you say the words that the Allah is like Rabshim Shizuri? There's nothing about Rabshim Shizuri's Shita that Shmuel holds of. He doesn't hold that you should mix it together bedafka. He doesn't hold yesh bila. He just holds that the thing is irrelevant because anyway, everything has the same zman since you go after the Gemara Pri. So the truth of the matter is that this is dependent on a Machlechus Rishonim. Because there's a big kasha that Toysfus asks already, and that is that if you think about it, the whole reason why the Rabbanan were misakin by Kittias, that we have to go after Hashrasha, should not be true according to Rabshim Shizuri. Because why would there have been a Misak in Hashrasha by Kittias? Rabbi explained to us before that that's only because we have a problem. If we would go Basar Lakita, then everything would have a different Zman. And what's the problem if everything has a different Zman? You're going to end up being Mafresh, Menachadash al Yashim, Yashim al well, Reb Shimon Shizuri doesn't hold that's a problem because you have the Eitzav, Yitzber Garna L'Soychai, you could mix everything up and he holds Yesh Bila. So since you have that Takana, why in the world does Reb Shimon Shizuri go Basar Hashrasha? So the Balamur actually answers that Enechanami, Reb Shimon Shizuri himself does not go after Hashrasha like the Lashon of the Brisa. When Reb Shimon Shizuri says in the Brisa the words, which makes it sound like he goes after Hashrasha, it's only because he's talking to the Rabbanan who go after Hashrasha. And he was asking him the question, why don't you use the eights of mixing things together? But he himself, since he holds of that eights of mixing things together, wouldn't have the need to be misakin going after Ashrasha at all, and doesn't hold that you go after Ashrasha. He holds that there was never such takana, and you go after Gemar Pri. So according to the Balamar, the question that we asked is not a question at all. Because we asked, how can Shmuel actually say Allah HaKarib Shimon Shizuri? And the answer is, he does. When he says the din, that you go after Gemar Pri, that's like the sheet of Shimon Shizuri. The question that we asked is only a question according to the other Yishayim, who hold that when Shimon Shizuri says in the Bryce, you go after Ashrasha, he's defining his own sheet, and not just the sheet of the Chachamim. 
So the Achreinim all ask this question, and they give long, complex terutzim. Take a look at the Pnei Yeshua, the Sfasemes, and the Nitzivim, the Meroi Sade. The Gemara brings down a brisa in which we learn the Machloik Yisrab Aglili and Rabbi Akiva concerning what exactly is the Alfusa, what the Limud is that tells us that Yerukis are misasrin Lashana Haba as opposed to Lashana Sha'avra. So Rabbi Yisrab Aglili darshins from Ba'azbacha Migarcha Miyikvecha. He says, Magayrin Viyekev, Tvua and grapes are miyuchadim shegedelim al avra. They grow based on the rainwater that fell last year, and therefore they're misasun l'shana sha'avra. Which is the shnas l'kitosan. So therefore they're misasun l'shana haba. Rabbi Kiva, on the other hand, learns that from Ba'aspacham Garncham Yikvecha, Magar and Yekev, Miyucharm Shegedelam Al Roiv Mayim, Goren and Yekev. Tavua and grapes grow solely based on rainwater, um, and therefore they're misasrin l'shana shavra because that took place last year. Mashainkin yurakis are gdelin al kolmayim, not al roivmayim, but al kolmayim, which means that you have to irrigate them. So Gorin and Yekev that grow based on the rainwater, it makes sense that they belong to last year because last year is when the rainwater fell. And that's when the Chanotah of the Paris happened. However, Yerukis, you still have to irrigate them, and more irrigation is going to take place during this year. So therefore, it doesn't go Dafka Basar last year. Now, in the Sefer Yonas Elam, in Simon Lamed Dalid, he asks the following question. When we say that there is a difference between something that's Godel Roiv Mayim, like Goryan Vyekev, and something that's Godel Kol Mayim, like Yerukis, what is the getter? Is the pshat that this in and of itself is the siba, the hainu, the reason why we go basar chanata or lekita, is all dependent on whether it was last year's rainwater that causes it to grow, and therefore we have to go basar the chanata that happened based on last year's rainwater. Or is it the continued irrigation that causes it to grow, and that's good for the reason why we treat it like it belongs to this year? Or is it not really dependent on whether it grows al mayim or al mayim? And even if theoretically, if you would find me a tree that was not gadol al mayim, rather you had to irrigate it, it would still go after last year. Because the limud is a limud on the min. It's not that the Torah said a rule that whatever is gadol al mayim goes after Chanotah and whatever is gadol al mayim goes after Lakita. Rather, the Torah said a rule that an Elon goes after Chanotah and a Yerik goes after Lakita. It's just that since an Elon is bederech klal gadol al mayim, the Torah chose to be keveya its din after the Chanotah, which is dependent on roiv mayim. So his question basically is, what was the Torah Mechadish? Was the Torah Mechadish a halacha that Elonis go after Chanata and Yerukas go after Lakita? Or was the Torah Mechadish a halacha that whatever is Gadol Roy Mayim goes after the Chanata and whatever is Gadol Komayim goes after Lakita? And the Nafkamina would be, if you would find me in Elon that had to be irrigated, or if you would find me a Yerik that grew based on rainwater alone. Says the Yoyin Salem that this Shaila is Gufa, the Machloik is between two Terutzim in Toysvis Kedushin, Dav Gimlomit Aleph. Because we actually do have a case of a tree that has a Din Elon, but is Gadol Al Kolmayim. And that is the case of the Esrik, as is Mavura over there in the Gemara in Kedushin. And Toysvis over there actually asks, why is it? 
that an esrig, if it's gadol al kol mayim, why do you go after chanata le'inyan shvius? After all, says Toysvis, the din to go after chanata is dependent on gadol al roiv mayim. So Toysvis answers in one teret that the din that you go after chanata le'shvius is dafka lechumra. In other words, if it was nechnat in shvius and the lekita was done bishminis, you have to be machmir. Since it has a shame elam, which means that it's really a dindra bonnet. Be'etzem you go basar lakita because it's gadol al komayim. It's just that in a case where going after the chanata will be a chumra, we take on the chumra as if it were like shari lonis. So according to that teretz and toisvis, as well as according to toisvis kasha, the gather of the limit is that only things that are gadol al komayim you go after Lakita on only things that are Godel or Rav Mayim, do you go after Chanata. However, Toysfis says a second Teretz, Inami Yesh Loimer, Af Al-Gav De Esrik Godel Al-Komayim, even though an Esrik is Godel Al-Komayim, like Yerokas, Ein Lonu Lechalkoi Midin Shar Ilonis Linyan Shviyas. According to Tzitzis' second tarot, the limud of Godel Al-Komayim and Godel Al-Rav Mayim is really only a simon that the min elon, you go after chanata, because it's gadol, generally al roiv mayim, and the min yerek, you go after lakita, because generally it's gadol al kol mayim. an esrig, which has a shame elon, gets the rule of an elon, even though it's gadol al kol mayim. Now, according to the Sefer, Or HaChama, this Shaila is Gufa the Machloikes between the two Terutzim in Rashi and our Sugya. Because the Gemara says that the Nafkamina between Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva is the case of B'Tzolom HaSarisino Pola Mitzrishem Mona Mehen Mayim Shloishim Yoim Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Rashi explains that B'Tzolom HaSarisin are onions that will never become big like other onions. The Rambam in the Pirsha Mishnayis and Shaviyas Perik Beis Mishnah Tess explains that B'Tzolom HaSarisin are unlike regular onions because regular onions, even after you take them out of the ground, when they get wet, they start to grow leaves and things like that. And these B'Tzolom, they're Sarisim. They don't have the ability to be Matzmiach, these Lavluvim Yeroikim. Now the derech is with these bitsalim to refrain from giving them mayim for a certain amount of time in order that they should become hard. So what happens if Rishloshim Yom Lefnei Rosh Hashanah, he was Monamehem Mayim, he was not Mashkadim, he didn't give any water to the B'Tzalim. So the Mishnah over there in Shviyas says that in such a case they're Mitzasrin L'Sha'avar, they belong to last year, and they're Mutarim B'Shviyas, meaning they belong to the Shana Hashishis. Meaning to say, even though the Lakita takes place during the seventh year, and usually Yerakis and B'Tzalim included go after Lakita, over here you will not go after the Lakita. That's what the Mishnah says. Says the Gemara, this is an Afgamina between Rabbi Yisaglila and Rabbi Akiva. Now there's a Shaila in which way we make the Tliya. According to Rashi's first Lashin, what the Gemara means to say is that that Mishnah is Dafka going according to Rabbi Yisaglili. Because Rabbi Yisaglili's criteria for something to be doymet to Goyrin V'yekev, is that it has to be that what it was Gadol, what produced it, was the May Shana Sha'avra. If it grew solely based on last year's rain and nothing else, then it belongs to last year. And over here, it clearly grew only based on the May Shana Sha'avra and not on this year's irrigation. And the reason why you had to stop 30 days before Rosh Hashanah from giving it Mayim, 
Rashi explains because the hashka of these bitzalim is required to be done once every 30 days. Therefore, if you are mashkiit b'soich shloishim yoyim to Rosh Hashanah, then it comes out that that hashka, the mayim that you gave it, is helping it during the next year. And that's considered as if you were mashkiit in that year. So the only way for it to be considered that it was gadol almei shana she'avra alone is if you already stopped giving it water 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So that's all according to Rabbi Yaisi However, according to Rabbi Akiva, it would go after the new year and not the last year. Why is that true? Says Rashi, because Rabbi Akiva's criteria is not like Rabbi Yaisi that it's dependent on whether it was gadol almei shana she'avra, meaning to say, it was practically a product of last year's rain. Rather, the question is, objectively speaking, is this something which is generally Gadol Al-Kol Mayim or not? And since B'Tzolom Argedelom Al-Kol Mayim, they go after the new year and not the old year. Now wait a minute, we said that if you would find me a Yerik that is possible to exist only on the rainwater of last year and you do not have to irrigate it, then there's a Svara to say that it would go after last year. And as we explained, if the Alfusa of Rabbi Kiva is a practical Yalfusa, that things that are actually Gedelim Al-Roiv Mayim deserve to belong to last year, and things that are practically Gedelim Al-Kol Mayim deserve to belong to the new year, then these particular B'Tzalim, although they have a shame Yerek, should belong to the last year even according to Biakiva. Because to actually produce an onion that's hard, which is what this person's objective is, you need to be Menea Mayim from it, and therefore the only thing that this is dependent on is last year's rainwater. So why, according to Rebekiva, would we call this Gadol Al-Kol Mayim? It should be considered Gadol Al-Roiv Mayim and have the same Allah like Lefir Rebbe Aglili. So if we learn, like the other Tzad in the Yonis Elam's question, that really the Torah was not defining the difference as being one of whether it's Gadol Al-Roiv Mayim or Al-Kol Mayim. Rather, the difference is between an Elon and a Yerik. The Torah really wanted to differentiate between the din of an Elon, which goes Basa Hanata, and the din of a Yerik, which goes Basa Lakita. And when we said Gadol Al-Roiv Mayim or Gadol Al-Kol Mayim, we are referring to the Min. And therefore, if you would find me an Elon which needs irrigation, then the Halacha would still be that as Halacha of an Elon. And so too, if you would find me a Yerik that does not need irrigation, just like our B'Tzalim, that in order to produce the type of B'Tzalim that you want to, you do not irrigate them, it makes no difference. It still has Halacha of a Yerik because a Yerik is a Min that's Gadol Al-Kol Mayim. So from this Pshat and Rashi, it definitely would seem that the Yalfusa of Rabbi Kiva is Yalfusa about the Min. And that could be good for the Machlekes, Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Kiva, what to learn out from the Pasuk. Rabbi Yaisi learns out something practical, that as long as what practically produced it was last year's water, last year's rainwater, then it belongs to last year. Masha'enkein, if what practically produced it was also this year's irrigation, then it goes after this year. Masha'enke and Rebbe Kiva holds that you don't go after the practical what was moiled this tree. Rather, you say that you look at the min. An ilan is something that's gadol al-roiv mayim, and a yerik is something that's gadol al-kol mayim. And the real mechaev is the difference in the two minim. Now that is according to Rashi's first pshat. Rashi has a second pshat in which the tlia is the exact opposite. That it's Rabbi Kiva who is the author of that Mishnah that says that the B'tzalim has a reason that you are meneh from them water of Shloshim Yoim before Rosh Hashanah the Mis'asrin Lisha Avar. Meaning they belong to the last year. Why is Rabbi Kiva the author of that Mishnah? Says Rashi that the reason can be found in the Yerushalmi. 
And that is, since the person did not irrigate these fields, and what caused them to grow was only Megishamim, Yotsu mitoiras yirokois hagdeil malkolmayim. V'nichnesu betoiras dei habal demistapik b'megishamim. We know that there's a category called Tvua, and that is a state Baal. State Baal is treated the same way that an Elon is treated. It's Miss Asrin L'Sha'avar. And Rashi says, since it's the derech of B'tzol Asarisin to keep back water, to be meneh from them water for a perik echad, meaning for 30 days, in order to make them hard, the Chachamim were mechalik between them and all other Yerokas. Says the Sefer Arachama that Rashi in this pshat is changing the Hezber in the sheet of Rabbi Kiva. According to this pshat, the gather of the Xerzakosov is not that an Elon or a Stebal has a certain din and a Yerek has another din. This is a Yerek, but it will not be treated like a Yerek. According to Rashi's first pshat, it doesn't matter that the person was Meneya from them water for 30 days before Rosh Hashanah because it's still a Yerek and you can't change from being a Yerek. And the gather of the Xerzakosov is that Yerukis are Misasrin Lahaba and it's only an Elon or a Stebal that's Misasrin Lashaover. According to Rashi's second pshat, the person has now established that this is something that's gadol al roiv mayim as opposed to al kol mayim. So it comes out that the two pshatim and Rashi are arguing about the Yonas Elam's chakira. The first pshat holds that the gzeres is to differentiate between minim and the din of al kol mayim and al roiv mayim is just a simon, and the second pshat holds that al kol mayim and al roiv mayim is the seba itself. Any plant that is now gadol al roiv mayim, even if it has a shame yerek, it's yotza mitoyres yerokas. It's not treated like a yerek because it's gadol al roiv mayim, and it's misasris lisha ovar. This is what the sefer or hachama says. Now it's important for us to point out that what he says is not one hundred percent muhrich. because first of all, the assumption that he's making in Rashi's first pshat is that the reason why, according to Rabbi Akiva, the B'tzolem HaSarisim are misasris lahaba is because, like we explained, you go after the Min. So even though we can look at the B'tzolem HaSarisim and say that they're really Godel al Roiv Mayim, they survive only based on the rainwater of last year, nevertheless, we still treat them like a Yerek because they are a Yerek, and the Xeris is that we have to differentiate between an Elon and a Yerek. So since you always go after the min and not after the practical mitzis, they're still included in the exerza kosov that says that they're misasris lahabo. However, we can disagree with this assumption. We can say that lo'olam Rashi in his first pshat can learn that the gather of the Xerza Kosov is not that you go after the Min. It's not Xerza Kosov that says that an Elon is misasris lishaavar and a Yerik is misasris lahabo. Lo'olam, you go after the practical. Anything that's gadol al roiv mayim is misasris l'sha'avar. Anything that's gadol al kol mayim is misasris l'habo. Why then don't we say that the B'tzolem HaSarisim are misasris l'sha'avar? Very simple. Because B'tzolem HaSarisim are B'tzolem. They're not necessarily a new plant. Just because the person made a decision to treat them a certain way. And since in general, the plant called B'tzolem is something that people irrigate... It's something that's gadol al kol mayim. 
it's still included in the Gzer Sakasiv that says that they should be misastrous lahaba, regardless of what the person may have done to them. And after all, when Rashi says in his first pshat that Rabbi Kiva holds that they're misastrous lahaba, the lashon of Rashi is Ulu Rabbi Akiva hare gedelim al kol mayim umisastrous lahaba. He doesn't say Ulu Rabbi Kiva hare hein yurakais and therefore they're misastrous lahaba. He says they're gedelim al kol mayim, and he means that this plant in general is something that's gedelim al kol mayim. And this may be the difference between the two Pshatim and Rashi. Rashi in his second Pshat is willing to look at B'tzolam Asarisin in a different light and say that when the person takes B'tzolam Asarisin and is Meneh from the Mayim, they already take on a new identity. They're Yotzumiteris Yerakas HaGedelam Al-Komayim. They no longer are seen as Yerakas HaGedelam Al-Komayim. According to the first Pshat in Rashi, they're still Gedelam Al-Komayim because B'tzolam in general are Gedelam Al-Komayim. According to the second shot in Rashi, the act that you did has now defined these B'tzalim as being different than regular B'tzalim. And that's actually the Lashon of the Ritva. When the Ritva brings down Rashi's Pshat, he says that you go Basar Lekita Lefi Rabbi Akiva, because he says, You don't go after the fact that it was Mayim You go after the Derech of B'tzalim. B'tzalim is the type of plant that it's the Derech to be mashkit to irrigate it. It's gadol alcohol mayim, and therefore you go after the derech of b'tzolim. So he doesn't say that you go after the derech of all yurakis, and this is a yerik. It's clear that the gzeres akosiv is that it's all dependent whether it's gadol alcohol mayim or gadol alroid mayim, and this is something that's called gadol alcohol mayim because it's still b'tzolim. So this is the what the arachama says bedas the first pshat in Rashi. Furthermore, what he says the Rashi's second pshat that you see that you don't go after the min, according to Rabbi Akiva. Rather, you go after whether it's Gadol al Mayim or Gadol al Rav Mayim. In the Sefer Torah Zroim, you see that he understood not like that. He explains in the Yushalmi, which Rashi is basing his second shot on, that by not giving it water for the 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it's like you changed the plant from being a Yerek to being Kitneus. And that means that the whole min has changed. A yerek is something that's meant to stay fresh. And the very fact that you did something here to make sure that it becomes hard gives it a whole different category from a botanical standpoint. And therefore, we can say that Lo'olam, the second Teretz and Rashi, this is the Yerushalmi, and this is the way Toysfis learns, the Ritva, the Rashba, can hold that the Xerzakosav Arabakiva is that you go after the min. You don't go after what practically is considered Godlal Komayim or what's considered Godlal Roiv Mayim. Rather, it's all a simon to define different categories. An Elon is Basachanata, and a Yerik is Basalakita. Tavua, like we said, is just like an Elon. And when you do this practice of not giving it water for 30 days, you totally change the plant. And that's what Rashi means when he says, That's the way the Torah Zeroim learns. So that means that he doesn't accept what the Arachama says in explanation of the second Teretz in Rashi. So let's review everything that we just learned. The Yonis Elam has a Chakira concerning the actual Limud that Rabbi Kiva makes from Goyen V'yekev. Is the Pshat that anything that's Gadol Al-Roiv Mayim is Mis'asr L'Sha'avar because it's Gadol Al-Roiv Mayim, that is the Siba, and anything that's Gadol Al-Kol Mayim is Mis'asr L'Haba, or is it just a difference between an Elon and a Yerek, an Elon goes Basar Chanata, and therefore it's Mis'asr L'Sha'avar, and a Yerek is Mis'asr L'Haba, it's 
goes Basalakita. And the Nafkamina is if you could find me in Elon that the derech is to irrigate it, then it's got al Komayim, or a Yerek that the derech is not to irrigate it, then it's got al Roivmayim. If you go Basar the Min, then it doesn't make a difference. But if you go Basar what its derech is, if it's derech to irrigate it, then it would go Lahaba, and if it's not the derech, then it is Lisha'avar. And that we said is Machlaikas between the two Turutsim and Toysis, that's how the Yanis Elam explains. Comes along the Sefer Ur HaChama, and he learns that that is Gufa, the Machloikis, between the two Pshatim in Rashi, in our Sugya. Here we have a case of the B'Tzalim HaSarisim, that you didn't give them any Mayim for 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. According to the first Pshat in Rashi, Rebbe Kiva would hold that it's still treated like a Yerik, and it's Mis'asris Lehabo. His understanding is that, that is because although over here the person created a situation in which it's not the derech to irrigate it, nevertheless, it's still going to be misasas lahaba because you go after the min because it's a yerek and that is like the tzad and the hakir that the main thing is what min it is. It is it an elon or is it a yerek? Masha Enkin, the second shot of Rashi holds that Rabbi Kiva would consider this going l'sha'avar because the situation which you've created renders it a gadol al roiv mayim. So if you go after being gadol al roiv mayim versus gadol al komayim, this is a gadol al roiv mayim. If you go after the min, then it's considered a yerik. That is the way the Arhacham learns. However, we were medayik from the Ritva, that according to the first Pshat and Rashi, you do not have to say that the reason why Rabbi Kiva would consider this as being this Asr's Lahaba is because you go after the min. And not whether it's Gadol al Komayim or Gadol al Roiv Mayim. Because Lo'elam, you could say that even if you go after being Gadol al Roiv Mayim versus Gadol al Komayim, this is something that's called Gadol al Komayim. Because even though the person in this particular instance went and made it hard, Al Yudei, not giving it water, nevertheless, you go after the B'tzalim. This is considered B'tzalim. And the Derech of B'tzalim is to give it water, to irrigate it. So it's still considered something that's Gadol Al Kolmai. Furthermore, we explained Al Pidatar Zroim that even the second Teretz of Rashi does not have to hold that Yudaf could go after the difference between Gadol Al Kolmaim and Gadol Al Roiv Mayim in order to explain why we consider it part of last year, why it's Misasas L'Sha'avar, because Lo'elam, the second Teretz of Rashi, could hold that you go after the Min. It's just that this is considered like you changed the Min. You changed it into a different Metzias by not giving it water. You've made it hard and it is considered like a stay Habal. We learned in the Mishnah that Echad B'Shvat is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon. That is, Kedivri Be'Shamay and Be'Sil hold that Chamish Asr B'Shvat is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon. Rashi over here in Dibar Maschal Be'Echad B'Shvat, Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon says that this is Negea, the din of Trumas. Meaning that you're not allowed to take truma on Paris of a tree that it was Chantu Peirosov, that the Chanata happened before Echad B'Shvat to patter up Paris Ilon that were Chantu La'achamikan. So it's the Rosh Hashanah Le'inyin Trumas. That's how Rashi explains also in the Mishnah. There he says it again. Meisr is the Sheim Ma'asrim Peres Ilon Shechantu Kardim Shvat Al Shechantu La'achar Shvat. So we know it's Allah Chalagabe Trumas and Meisrus. You can't do Menachadosh Alayoshin Menachadosh Alayoshin and therefore the cutoff point is Echod B'Shvat. The Gemara and Daf Yud is Mevur that the idea of Echod B'Shvat or Tu B'Shvat is Negev the Din of Orla. That the Paris of a Natiya of Arla is Usr all the way until Tubishvat. Meaning, even though the three years ended with Rosh Hashanah, you still have to wait until Tubishvat or Echad Bishvat.
When is the Rosh Hashanah le'ilonis le'inyan shviyas le'inyan the din of shmita? That is mavur in Rashi in Sukkot Daflam Tesma Beis the Bermaschil Umeshani Lulav that the Rosh Hashanah le'ilonis le'inyan shviyas is echad betishrei. This is also the opinion of the Rambam in Perik Dalit Halacha Tesis Hilchas Shmita The Rambam says that echad betishrei is the Rosh Hashanah le'shmitin, and over there it's mavur that he's talking legabe ilonis of shmita as well. However, if you take a look at the Rabbeinu Hanano, and Daf Tezvav Mebeiz, Lugabe the Din of Benoist Shuach, it's Mavur that the Rabbeinu Hanano holds that whether or not a tree has Kedusha Shviyas is all dependent on whether the Hanata of the tree took place before Tubishvat or after Tubishvat. And as the Pnei Yeshua points out, this is very strange. Because since the Shnas HaShmita begins an Echad B'Tishrei, that should be Kevea the Din of the Ilonis as well. Bishlom Ligabe Meiser, you could say that what's Kevea, the Shana of the tree, has to do with the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonis. But Le'enyan Shviz, just like Ligabe, the Isser of Harisha and Zriya, you start the year with Rosh Hashanah, which is Echad B'Tishrei, so too all the Shviz should be Tully and Echad B'Tishrei. Says the Torah Zroim in Shviz, Perakhei Mishnah Aleph, that the Hezber in the Rach is as follows. We know that our Gemara explains the Tam, why Echab Shvat is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon, is because Hoyol V'yotzu Roiv Gishmei Shana. Now we already explained on Daf Yud that there's a Machloikis, Rashi and Toisvis in our Sugya over here, how to explain that Hezber of the Gemara. Rashi learns that since this is the time that it's already past Roiv Gishmei Shana, so it comes out that this is the time that it's the Derech for Chanata so Elon is to begin. The Elon needs the rain, the rain is mashpia on it, and therefore that's when it begins to really produce its payers. Since this is the time that Hanata Sailonis starts, it is therefore chosen to be the Rosh Hashanah Elonis. This is similar to the din of Rosh Hashanah Lameiser Behema. We know that Rosh Hashanah Lameiser Behema is Nikva, as we learned back in Davches. Based on when the Yitzira of the Behema is Nigmar. Like we learned there, since the Derech for them to become pregnant six months earlier, so that's when they give birth. And since it's the Derech for them to give birth by Elul, so Amelu were Kaveh the Rosh Hashanah, either Echbel or Echbetishrei, according to each Mandiyamar with his Shita. So too, the Paris and it stands to reason that their Rosh Hashanah would be Nikva according to the time that it's the derech for them to begin being created. However, Toysvis holds a totally different shita in why Echad Bishvat, or Chamishas Bishvat, is considered Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonis. Toysvis says, Kol ha-chanutim koidim zman tishrei. Shvat is only a simon. If you see a pre being produced prior to Echad B'Shvat or Chamishas B'Shvat, you know that this pre has been produced based on the Gishamim of last year. Tahainu, the Gishamim that fell before Echad B'Tishrei are the only Gishamim that are capable of being poil that Chanita can take place before Shvat. Masha'en came, whatever is nechnat after Shvat, you know that that came from the Gishamim of the new year. Memela says the Teres Rem, that's the Pshat and the Rabbein Hanano. Really, the Rosh Hashanah of Shmita is Echad B'Tishrei. So he asked, if Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Shmita, why all of a sudden when it comes to Peir Se'ilon, vis-a-vis the Din of Shmita, we say that the Rosh Hashanah is in Shvat? The answer is that even being the Rosh Hashanah L'Shvat, if you hold like the Shidzat Toysvis and not like Rashi, it also has to do with Echabetishrei. Because it's just a simon when 
these peris were potentially produced. They are a product of the Gishamim of last year. So when we say that the Rosh Hashanah is an Echa B'Shvat or an Chamisha B'Shvat, what we really mean is that this is a product of Shemitah because it came from the rain that fell during Shemitah and Mimela, its growth began already in Shemitah. So that's how the Teres Raim explains the Shita of the Rach. Continues the Teres Raim and he says that the Rambam, who doesn't accept the Pshat of the Rach, Rather, he learns that when we say that Echa B'Shvat is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon, we mean Le'inyan Maisris and not Le'gabeshviyas. Le'gabeshviyas, the Ramam is Mavur, that the Rosh Hashanah, even Le'gabeperesay Ilon, is an Echad B'Tishrei. That's because the Rambam is Lushitosay. Because the sheet of the Rambam in Hilchas Maisris, as we've mentioned quite a few times, is that he doesn't really go after what we call Hanata. The Rambam holds that the sheer of Ilanais, the Gabi Shmita, is all dependent on Havah Shlish. That's what the Rambam considers the Oynes HaMaisris. So whenever you want to determine what year any given pre belongs to, you have to find out when did it grow a third of its full ultimate growth. If it was already maybe Shlish before Rosh Hashanah, then it belongs to last year. Both Legabe Menachadash Al Yashin in Hilchas Maisris and Legabe Shmita. Now, the Din of Avah Shlish definitely does not have anything to do with the Mei Shana She'avra. So the Pshat of the Rebbein Hananel is possible to say if you go after Hanata, the Haina, what we call Hanata, when it begins to blossom. That we could say if it happens before Tubishvat, then it's a product of last year's rain. But if Ligame Maisris, the Ramam Shita is, that before Tubishvat, it has to have grown a third of its full growth, and otherwise it belongs to the next year after Tubishvat, that must mean that Tubishvat has a significance in and of itself. It's not connected to Rosh Hashanah, because there's no Svara to connect Havash Shlish by Tubishvat to Rosh Hashanah, meaning Echad Betishrei. So if that's true, then it makes sense to say that Legabe Maestris, but Legabe Shvius, that we already know that it's Rosh Hashanah is Tishrei, then the Rosh Hashanah of Shvius should apply equally to trees. According to Rebbein Hananel, we explained that although the Rosh Hashanah for Shvius is on Echad Tishrei, nevertheless the Tubishvat is connected to that Echad Tishrei. But according to the Rambam, who anyway holds that Tubishvat is not connected to Echabet Tishrei, so how would it be possible if the rest of the Dine Shemitah are dependent on Echabet Tishrei to all of a sudden change that when it's Negea Ilanis during Shemitah? So it comes out that we have a Machlekes, or Ben Hananel, versus the Rambam and Rashi, as to whether Echabet or Tubishvat, which is Rosh Hashanah is that Negea only Hilchas Maestris, or it's Negea Shemitah as well? The Hezbrah the Machlekes is that the Rabbein Hanano learns like Taisus in our Sugya that the Rosh Hashanah that is Tubishvat is all dependent on the Gishmei Shana and therefore it's linked to Echad B'Tishrei. And that answers the question that how could Rosh Hashanah L'Ilonais Legabe, the din of Shemitah, be on Tubishvat, if all other din of Shemitah begin on Echabet Tishrei? The answer is that this also begins on Echabet Tishrei, because all Rosh Hashanah of Tubishvat is, is a giloy that it began to grow after Echabet Tishrei. Masha'enkein, Rashi, and the Rambam hold that the din of Tubishvat or Echabet has got nothing to do with Echabet Tishrei. It's its own din. 
since it's its own din, it makes no sense during Shemitah to be Kevea the Rosh Hashanah Ligabi Hilchah Shemitah on Tu since all din is Shemitah are dependent on Echad B'Tishrei. And the Torah's Ram even says that the Ramam is Lushitasai because in Hilchah's Maisris the Ramam holds that the whole Rosh Hashanah of Tu is Ligabi Havash Lish and not Ligabi Blossoming. Since it's Ligabi Havash Lish, we know that he cannot be learning like Derbein Hanano because Havash Lish by the time of Tu would definitely not be linked to Echabetishrei. It's impossible to say that something that grew a third of its ultimate growth after Tubishvat must have come from new rain. Therefore, Legabe Maestris, it has to be that Tubishvat is its own independent Rosh Hashanah like Shittas Rashi. And therefore, when it comes to the Shemitah of trees, it's impossible to learn like Chanano that it's going to be dependent on Tubishvat because since it's not linked to Echabetishrei, we've back to the question as to why it should be different than any of the other Hilcha Shemitah which begin on Echabetishrei. The Gemara brings a brisa in which we learn about Rabbi Kiva who picked an esrig, an echad b'shvat, and he was noig by shnei isurin. He was mafresh two maestres. And throughout the Shachavatari, it's mavur that the reason why he was mafresh two maestres was because of a suffix. Either it was a suffix, whether you go like Beishamah or like Beishillel, or a suffix, whether you paskin like Rebbe Gamliel, or Rebbe Eliezer, Legabi the den of an esrig tree, or a suffix, what the Shita Beishillel itself was, there was some sort of suffix that he had, and because of that he was machmir, and he took two maestres. And the question is, that since Meister Elon, according to Roy Vishayim, is only the Rabbanan, it's a Suffolk Rabbanan. Why did he have to be a Machmir by a Suffolk Rabbanan, go Luchumra and be Mafresh two Maestres? The answer to this question could be found in the Shara Melech, Hilchas Mikvois, over there in Dina, Sveka de Rabbanan, in the end of Klal Aleph. He says a big Yisoyed. He brings a Tyson Bava Kama that says that even though Svek Sveka, usually by Darisis, Svek Sveka we go Lukula, however, any time that you have two kulas that are soicer each other, then you go l'chumra by both of them. That is Ligari, the rule of being mako by sfex feka. You're mako, but if your kula is being soicer another kula, and the two kulas cannot coexist, you're machmer by both. And the Sharmelech says that hu adin, l'gabi the din of Safik Darbana l'kula. If you find a situation in which there are two kulas that are soicer each other, then you have to be machmer by both of them. And over there in Klaudalit he says, that that's the Hezber of Rabbi Kiva in our sugya. He says you cannot be mafresh only one meiser because what gives you the right to take one over the other? We say my chazes. What, what tells you to be machriya the suffik? And to apply the din of suffik darabana lakula is also not an option because using the din of suffik darabana lakula will create a matzav in which you inevitably are going to be doing the wrong thing because to be mekel both times you won't be mafish at all. And you know that you have to be mafish some sort of miser. So you basically have Savik Darbana Lakula telling you twice to be Mako, but both Kulas cannot coexist. And over there, the Shalom Melech's opinion is that this is true only Legabe a Savik Isra Because over here, since we're dealing with Hafrash's Trumas and Maestris, there's going to be an Isr Tevel. So you know you're going to automatically be over the Isr Tevel. He says by a Suffolk Mitzvah you would not say this. And that in and of itself is debatable. Take a look at the Mishnah Melech in Hilchas Megillah, Perik Aleph, Halacha Yud Aleph, on the din of the Rambam, who says that when you have a, a city, that it's a suffix if it had a choyma, Mimois Yeshua Benun or not, the Halacha is that you have to read the Megillah both on Yud Dalid and Tesvav. Even though it's the Rabbanan and the Svarah seems to be because since you can't be Mekel on either one, 
Because my chazis, we say, what told you to be makel on that one as opposed to the other one? And to be makel on both of them will be a stira. Therefore, we tell you to be machmer and read by both. You see, even by a suffix mitzvah darabona, we say this. The Rishenim say this in Ari Psachim, where there is a machloikes, whether to do haseba, to lean, when you drink the first two of the Arba Kaisis, or only by the last two, and since we have a suffix, we don't know which way to go, we say lean by all four. One of the Sfaras brought in Rishonim is because the same reason. You cannot choose one of the two sets because my chazis, and to be mako by all four would end up being something that is impossible, because then you won't lean at all. Now, one of the Mahalchem the Gemara says is that Rabbi Kiva was Mesubic if you go like Rabbi Gamliel or Rabbi Liezer. There's a Mishnah the Gemara brings Esrik Shavali Ilon Begimel Drachim. And Esrik has the Dinim like an Elon in three ways. Uli Yerek Bederech Echod. Its similarity to an Elon is Legabi Arla, Revai, and Shvius. Li Yerek Bederech Echod that the Meisters go after Shas Lakita. That is Shizur Gamliel. Rabbi Liezer says that it is totally Shavali Elon. Even Legabe Dine Maestris. You don't go after Lakita, rather you go after Chanota. Toisfis in Dibra Maschil Ulushvias are bothered by the question as to why the issue of Kilayim is not raised in that Mishnah. We should say that an Esrik is Shavali Ilon Le'inyan Kilayim, which means that if you plant a Yerek together with the Kerem, with grapes, then you're over the Esrik Kilayim. It's Kilayim Bekerem. Masha'en Kain, something that's a tree like an Esrik, is not Kilayim Bekerem. Toysvis answers that the Mishnah is only concerned with listing things in which, if it belongs to the category of Elon, you go after Chanata, and if it belongs to the category of Yarek, you go after Lakita. So all of the things that are mentioned in the Mishnah have that quality. Legabi Arla, Revai, and Shviyas. And Legabi Meiser, Elonis, go after Chanita, and Yarek goes after Lakita. So that's why Kilayim does not make it to this list. Now, Legabi, this din that you go after Lakita by Yerek, there's a machalik showing him how to understand what that means. Toysfis over here seems to learn that going basu Lakita just means that you go after Gmar Giduloi. When it's ripe enough to be picked, that's called the Shas Lakita, and you go after that Zman. However, the Shara Melech in Perek Aleph, Halochehe of Meiser Shani says that from the Rambam Perek Dalet, it seems that he argues on Toysfis, and he holds that it's not enough to have Gemar Pri. You have to have Lakita Mamish. So that's Machlokes Toysfis and the Rambam, what the Gedar Lakita is. Interestingly enough, the Mikdush David in Simon Samach asks a suffix according to the Dasa Rambam, that by Yerik you need Lakita Mamish, would we say that any Yerik that's Mechuber during Shemitah, and you wait until after Shemitah to pick it, perhaps it shouldn't have Kedusha's Shviyas at all? Or Lagabit Din Hefker, if you picked it after Shviyas, maybe it's not even considered Hefker. The Afikei Yaman Chilik Beisim and Chafei has a similar suffix. In our sugi, we learn that if somebody does, like the Kulis of both Beishameh and Beishilil, he's a Russia. If he does both the Chumras of Beishameh and the Chumras of Beishilil, he's like a fool who's going in the darkness. Rashi explains, He does not know how to distinguish between the Shittas and know who he should be Soymechan. However, in Toysfis it's mashma that they don't understand this way, because Toysfis in Dibra Maschil HaKzil B'Choyshech asks, why doesn't the Gemara answer that Rabbi Kiva was Mesupik, who the Allah is like? And therefore he's not HaKzil B'Choyshech Now, according to Rashi, that in and of itself is the reason why he's considered HaKzil B'Choyshech because he doesn't know who to be Machriya like. 
Now the Turi Evan asks on Rashi from the Gemara's Teretz. The Gemara answers that Rabbi Kiva was misupik about his Kabbalah. He wasn't sure if Beis Hillel were the ones that said Echad Bishvat or Chamishaser Bishvat. Asks the Turi Evan that Lafi Rashi, that the whole reason that one who does like the Chumris of both is considered Aksil B'choshech Hoylich, is because he doesn't know how to be Mavchin, who to be Soymechan. That means that in Svara he doesn't know which Shita is a superior Shita. Well, if that's true, then the same kasha should be true according to the Gemara's Terence, because he should have understood Menasvara, which one of the two, Aleph or Tezvav, is considered the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilah. Answers the Turiyevin, a beautiful Terence. He says that according to the Havamina, that we understood that Rabbi Kiva was doing like the Chumra of Beishame and Beishilil, we have to ask a more basic question, because we know that a Baskol came out and said that the Aloha is like Beishilil. So why are we not asking that Rabbi Kiva should have gone like the Baskol and Paskin like Basilo? Al-Karchach, says the Turiyevin, according to the Gemara's Havamina, you have to say, like the Gemara answers in a few places in Shas, that Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Yeshua, who holds Ein Mashgichim B'Paskol. We don't listen to the Baskol. And since we don't listen to the Baskol, he's considered Ksil B'Choshech if he doesn't know which Shita is a superior Shita. But according to the Maskana, we're saying that really Rabbi Kiva did want a Paskin like Basilil, and he did listen to the Baskol. It's just that he didn't know Basil held Aleph or Tezvav. Once you hold that you listen to the Baskol, and his only suffix was, which one did Basilil say? He's no longer Aksil B'chayshech because this wasn't a suffix, which one to be Machria like, which Shita is a superior Shita. The question is what Basilil said, because we already have a Baskol telling us the Paskin like Basilil. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.